0: It's the age-old question, should I block my ex? Abby, before you even finish your sentence, I can see <laughs> Kevin screaming yes. What are some signs of someone cheating on me that I can look out for? And It's going to look different for every single person. One day he confessed that he kissed somebody else at a bar last year before we were engaged. Any type of infidelity. It is a reason to break up. me,
1: I don't think that would be a deal-breaker, but it's always easier to say. We're going to
0: tackle all those questions and more on this week's mini-episode of the Breakup Breakdown. Hey, what's up? My name is Abby Murphy. If you're new here on Tuesday, Tuesdays, we dive into people's breakup stories, get the tea on what went wrong and what they learned from it. But on Thursdays, we like to have a little fun and have guests on to share their own stories and give insights into specific relationship issues. This week, I'm talking to Jess and Devin from DIY Breakup. DIY Breakup is a community to support your called off wedding. They have how-to guides, hilarious social media content, and also great tips to help you get through some of the toughest relationship problems. On Tuesday, our breakup story was all about a canceled wedding. And I thought who would be more perfect to talk to than two gals who also canceled their weddings, both for different reasons, but nonetheless, I thought their insight would be so interesting. And we've got five relationship scenarios submitted by listeners just like you, and they are gonna do their best to help you out. As always, if there's a specific part of the interview you wanna jump to, you can check out all the timestamps in the episode description. Thank you, Jess and Devin, for coming on today to talk about canceled weddings and also hash out some of these relationship problems. So Devin, you started DIY Breakup after you found out your ex was cheating on you and you canceled the wedding. Tell our listeners why you thought this community was so important to have after going through that experience. When I was going through that situation,
2: like there was no guidebook. There was no really like accessible support for anyone who was going through what I was going through. And it's ultimately like what led us to start DIY Breakup is we really just wanted to create a community a safe place for anyone who was struggling so they didn't feel so alone in the process. It's like you call off a wedding and then what?
1: You have to cancel your vendor, you have to cancel your venue, you have to tell friends and family. There's so many things that come from it. So many people were reaching out saying, thank you so much for sharing your story. I feel so much less alone. And I think through finding that there wasn't a community that existed and that she wasn't alone, that's kind of how DIY breakup was born. Just losing it all.
0: Now, Devin, I know you just got married, but before you got married to your current husband, you were in a relationship with somebody else and canceled. Cancelled your wedding. Can you tell us what happened there? So I was in a relationship with my ex for about six years. It was
2: a very toxic and manipulative relationship where there was a ton of gaslighting control. But for some reason I thought it was a good idea to marry this person three months before we were supposed to get married. It was a few days before our wedding invitations were actually going out. I found out that he had been in a long-term relationship or he was in a long-term relationship with someone else. Um, And there was actually a lot of cheating that had happened throughout the duration of our relationship. So it was very shocking and jarring. But now that I'm so far removed from it, it's pretty obvious (laughs) that I had no business marrying this person. We were together for a
0: total of six years. And how long did that long term relationship on the side last? Like, was it for the whole time? It wasn't for the whole time. He had. throughout the entire six years he
2: had cheated on me multiple times with different people this person specifically I guess was his longest one or the longest one I found out about they started dating in March that's when i found the text message dated back to it seemed as though that's when their relationship started. And then we broke up in July. How does he even justify that? He didn't really have much to say. I mean, when I first found out it was kind of a very surreal moment and everything happened like in real time, it was, you know, I was on my computer, Planning our honeymoon, he was walking through the door and his text messages started syncing to my computer. As he's like walking in the door, I'm like reading things in real time. And I'm like, oh my God, how am I supposed to handle the situation? Like, do I freak out right now and tell him to leave? I needed to have like all of the answers. So I let him go upstairs for a little bit, like right when he got home. And then i asked him to come downstairs and his reaction at first was like i just remember his body tensing up and him like almost holding his breath and then he let it out and was like, yeah, I have been cheating on you. And I'm pretty sure like the next words out of his mouth were my bad.
0: With DIY breakup, you also hear from a lot of people going through relationship problems. So I thought you could help out some of my listeners who have sent me some of the things that they're going through and we can get your two cents on it. So the first situation is actually about cheating. This person DM me and said over the past couple of months, a few of my friends have gotten cheated on by their long term boyfriends. And this has made me kind of paranoid about my own relationship. What are some signs of someone cheating on me that I can look out for so I can try and and ease my mind. Yeah. I mean, I think some big signs and it's going to look different for
2: every single person, but some big signs or red flags that I ignored were just like a change in behavior. I feel like, you know, people are typically on like a schedule and then all of a sudden like having certain meetings pop up or just like a change in their schedule or just like even their behavior and how they treat you every day. Like I remember one little thing for me was like my ex started calling me like a different nickname than he had before and it wasn't like really a term of endearment it was almost like calling me bro or something like that. If they're very defensive. That's another sign if they accuse you of cheating when you haven't really done anything to make them, you know, be suspicious. Yeah, I feel like those are a lot of the ones that I ignored.
0: You know, it's funny. I wouldn't have expected somebody who's cheating on me to come to me and being like, are you cheating on me? If I was being shady, I would want to avoid the subject at all costs just in case they came back at me like, well, are you cheating on me? Thankfully I'm not in that situation. But the next submission says me and my fiance have been together for a couple of years and one day he confessed that kissed somebody else at a bar last year before we were engaged. He says that he's been feeling guilty about it ever since then and it meant nothing, but he just wanted to get it off his chest. Is this something to end my relationship over?
1: I mean, it depends on the relationship, right? Like, if you have someone who's coming to you and saying, look, I made this mistake one time and it's something that I'm feeling so guilty about that I need to tell you about. There's nothing else. There's nothing else to hide and this is it and I'm putting it all on the table. I really think it depends on your relationship and other things surrounding it, but ultimately it depends on those two people. If you're able to look past that and work through it and know that this person has nothing else to hide and they're truly doing this because they want to start with a strong foundation in marriage, I don't think that's a justifiable reason to end mm-hmm you're happy in your relationship now if there's other things and this is just the icing on the cake it really depends I think on that specific couple for me I don't think that would be a deal breaker but it's always easier to say when you know you're not in that specific situation so
2: it is a reason to break up with someone or to end a relationship any type of infidelity and lying but does that mean you
0: have to break up with them no yeah I don't know what would bother me more the fact that he kissed somebody while we were together or the fact that he kept it a secret from me for well over a year but if they're coming clean to you. I do feel like that does speak to their character. So maybe it's not a reason to totally end things, especially if you're getting married. You obviously must really love this person. Okay, the next submission says I found out my girlfriend talks to her ex almost every day via text, Snapchat, you know, all that. She says they're just friends, but I find it odd that they keep in touch that frequently. Am I overreacting? Is it normal to stay friends with your ex or should I set some boundaries? You never want to have to go to your partner and ask them to stop doing something, but you can always let them
2: know how they're behavior their actions makes you feel so I would just explain to them it makes me feel like our relationship isn't special to you because you're keeping in touch with your ex and you're still holding a place in your life for someone that you used to be romantic with and it's sort of up to them to decide what to do with that information if they continue to talk to your ex then maybe this is someone that doesn't respect your boundaries and isn't the best match for you but if they recognize and acknowledge your feelings then they'll stop talking to their ex
1: I agree with that as someone also in a relationship and if my husband were to be super friendly where he's like speaking with his ex on a daily basis what is it that this person's providing that I'm not able to provide to you however I also think it's important to take into context their relationship before they were dating so were these people high school sweethearts and were they best friends before that and have they spent a significant portion of their life together do they have a kid together I think that like all of those surrounding factors could also weigh into whether or not it makes sense for them to continue a relationship.
0: That's so true. I mean, it's so easy to write off. Well, they should just stop talking, but maybe they were friends and maybe they did date or maybe the romantic connection was never there to begin with. And now they're just kind of continuing their friendship. So more on how friends are affecting relationships. This person submitted their story. They said my fiance and I just got engaged and his friend group is really starting to get to me. We've never really gelled, but the longer me and my fiance dated, I assumed we'd all get a little closer. Instead, it's the opposite. I feel like anytime I come around the guys, i I'm the fiance not a part of the group I didn't think it would bother me but now I'm like is this how the rest of my life is going to be I can't force these people to be friends with me but shouldn't I be able to hang around my fiance and his friends every now and then I think you have to evaluate how
2: important your fiance's friend group is to you like if you list off like the must-haves in a relationship like where do the fiance's friends fall in that group for me it's extremely important that I would get along with my significant other's friends because if they're important to, you know, let's just say my husband, like he has a really close group of friends from high school and college. I would never want to keep him or be a reason that his relationship wasn't as close like with his friends or whatever. Um, I don't think it's like a deal breaker, but I think over communicating about something like this would be beneficial.
0: I know that's so tough because it's not like your actual relationship with your fiance is being affected. It's more of a life lifestyle thing. And so I could imagine it sucks if every time his friends come around, you have this sense of rejection. I mean, if you're going to feel like that every single time they come around for the rest of your life, that could really eat at you. But at the end of the day, if you and your fiance are good, I feel like it's one of those things you just have to communicate about. Okay, this is the last one. It's the age old question. Should I block my ex? Me and my ex just broke up and every time I see him post, it really just bothers me. I want to block him because I find myself looking up his profile and I want to stop myself since we ended on good terms and there's no legitimate reason for me to cut him off virtually. Am I overreacting, or would this be a good thing for my mental health to block him? Abby,
1: before you even finish your sentence, I can see Devin screaming, "Yes!" Like, should I block my ex? The answer is like 99.999% <laughs> of the time, yes. And Devin will share with you like so many of the reasons why. But I could, you know,
2: you're being like, yes, block, block them. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like jumping out of my chair over here. Um, Yes. You should block him because it's not good for your, your mental health to see that it's almost like reinforcement, like from the, like from the relationship, whatever, like a, you know, connection you had to the relationship, like you're being reinforced every time you see his profile. And it's like, when someone's when you're done with someone and you're having a hard time getting over them, like you truly need to leave them in the past. And even so much as like looking at their pictures will keep you there, will hold you there. It will just remind you of things, times you've shared together. It will bring up a lot of emotions. You tend to only remember the good times and not the bad and not the reasons that you actually broke up with this person. And it keeps you very much connected to them. It's like you get a hit of dopamine every time you look at a photo and it, it can spiral. It's just like, why wasn't I good enough? What if I did this differently? And it just keeps you in this very dark place where you just don't need to be. So my thought process is always just block them out of sight, out of mind. Like you will move on so much faster if you're not having to look at their face. Also, social media isn't real.
1: So it's like they're posting yeah. a story or... A- a picture, whatever it is, and you're looking at it and interpreting it, how you are seeing it at that moment, they could post, you know, them with three of their friends. And now you're wondering, are they dating someone already? Have they been seeing this person all along? Oh, is this the girl that he was texting when, you know, and it just like Devin said, it's spiral just from a a simple picture. Like he might not even anyone in the post but that's where your mind goes to so you fill in the blanks yeah and it's like the there's nothing to
2: there's nothing to like nancy drew over here
1: like, <laughs> you're like who knows what it is who knows if he's out with friends or an ex or a date like looking at that and going through that going into a black hole of wondering what if could have happened or is happening it's just a waste of time and it's only ultimately going to delay your healing process
0: you know what's wild is i actually feel the exact opposite i always felt like it was such a power move to be the ex that didn't need to block them. I'm so okay with this situation that I can see all your posts, I can see your new girlfriend, and not be bothered by it. Now that doesn't mean it wouldn't bother me, but I feel like it's such a statement to be able to look at their Instagram stories and like their photos and have them know that you're at least pretending to be okay. But of course if this is really something that's bothering you and really affecting your day-to-day mental health, then I don't see why not just block them. They're not in your life anymore anyway. And it
2: depends on how you feel post breakup like if you can both exist and seeing their profile isn't going to trigger you
1: I feel like it's just so easy to spiral when you have it in your face
0: yeah it's just one of those things that I feel like it varies from person to person well Justin Devin thank you so much for coming on I know our listeners got so much out of your advice for those of you listening you can check them out at DIY breakup on social media their handles are just at DIY breakup and the website diybreakup.com. next week's breakup breakdown premieres on Tuesday per usual and it's all about a breakup that got worse once the relationship was finished. I'll see you next Tuesday.